Lately, I've been getting some feedback from some of you about your toxic workplace challenges. Some of the things you've shared with me is that you've been having emotional breakdowns, feeling an enormous amount of stress, and that you're really fearful of what your resume will look like if you decide to leave your job and it looks like you're bouncing around. But today, I'm going to share with you something to help you reframe this fear. And I want to have you consider if maybe you should be more afraid of what the continued exposure to toxic stress is doing to you and your well-being. Grab a pen and a notebook. You're going to want to jot down notes from today's episode so that you can really get a grasp for the importance of this topic on your well-being. Let's get into it. Tired of staying in your career because of everyone else's expectations? Frustrated by the curveballs life has thrown your way? Unsure of how to navigate the journey ahead? If you said yes, say hello to your new hangout. Welcome to the Reinvention Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Susie Q. Just like you, I was desperate to leave my 16-year career while also navigating major life hurdles. Rather than be a victim, I faced my fears, created a plan, and took action. I overhauled my life and successfully left corporate. Now, it's your turn. This is the place where your determination takes center stage. You'll learn strategies to navigate the chaos and your transformation will be unleashed. It's time to armor up, ladies. We are warriors. Let's blaze our own path. To get prepared for this topic of today's episode, I did a little bit of digging and I came across this article from Michigan State University and it was talking about the effects of toxic stress on our overall well-being. And the key takeaways that I had is really about the prolonged exposure that toxic stress has on us mentally and physically. So I'm going to list out some of the things that they talked about here, but this list is massive and I want to say shocking, but I guess it's really not shocking because it's amazing the impact that stress can have on our bodies and on our mental health. So I guess it's not necessarily too shocking, but I guess it's just disappointing, right? To know that we are subjecting ourselves to this in situations that are toxic. So what are these things? They are increased heart rate and blood pressure, impacts on our hormones, like, you know, the yo-yo things that can happen to our hormones. It is crazy. Um, An increase of risk of hypertension, heart attack, and stroke. That one is near and dear to my heart because of family history, but that's a big one. Chronic fatigue, diabetes, obesity, depression, and immune disorders. And this list can go a lot longer, but these are like the main categories of impacts that it can have to us. And if you are truly listening to that massive list of potential effects and impacts that we are enduring when we stay in toxic workplaces, when we continue to be stressed and that toxicity level is off the charts, is that not enough to help you consider that you need to 
be thinking and doing something a little bit differently when it comes to what you're allowing yourself to be exposed to. I know that I tend to talk a lot about toxic workplaces here, but I honestly believe that this can translate to toxic relationships, foods, environments, and so on, right? Like that list can be massive too. But I want you to really consider, press pause here for a second for yourself and take a moment to think about that. What are toxic things that you're constantly exposed to? And if it's your job, I know that that's probably why you're here, but maybe there's other areas of your life that are impacting you as well. So what I want to do is help you come up with ways on how you can, you can combat this continued exposure to toxic stress. That's the goal here today. So number one, or I guess not number one, but the starting place for this is really to recognize and to understand what we can and cannot control, right? Like we cannot control other people and their actions and their behaviors and the things that they're doing. That is something we cannot control. But we can focus on the things that we can control, right? So I want you to start thinking and putting that hat on on what are the things that I can begin to control in my life. This is professionally, personally, it applies across the board. So I really want you to tune into this. And if you've got that pen and notebook ready, then these are the things I want you to really start thinking about. Because in the article, they were sharing that there are six areas that they believe we should really increase as priorities in our life. And I've got a couple of my own that I'm going to throw in here. So I'm going to share the first six with you and then I'm going to give you what my additions are. But the number one was sleep, right? Like setting yourself up for a successful night of sleep and getting good quality sleep. The next thing is exercise. Our bodies in motion. Like there's a saying and I can't remember it off the top of my head. But essentially it's saying like that keeping our body in motion is like moving things around, right? And creating fluidity in our body. And so if you have pent up stress and frustration and anger and whatever emotions you have when you feel under stress or when you're exposed to these toxic situations, then the movement helps it not just sit in one place. Like we get our body moving and things flow around and it just does a whole lot of good for us when we get moving or have you ever been I remember there was a specific season in my life that I was extremely ticked off at the world I was just angry and mad and dealing with a lot of personal stuff going on and one of the greatest feelings was to put on a a pair of boxing gloves and just literally punch a bag like there was one of those like kickboxing bags and the amount of relief that I felt felt so good. And so, you know, maybe it's not anger for you. Maybe it's just other types of stresses and fears that you're experiencing. But what exercise can do for you will be so powerful. So I really want you to think about even just small, simple ways that you can do things that will, you know, help you enjoy the process of exercise. It doesn't have to be like this rigorous, hardcore workout. It can go for a nice walk outside in nature when there's nice weather, you know, like do things that you enjoy if it's walking the dog, but 
getting exercise is really a good, helpful thing. And I'm saying this from a place of preaching to myself too, because these are things that I'm trying to implement in my life. You know, anytime I feel like seasons are shifting and things that I just want to do routinely to help care for myself. Like we tend to forget about ourselves. We care for everyone else. And it's time to put ourselves back on that priority list. So I'm doing this with you. I promise you that I'm a partner in this, doing this for myself as well. Um, Nutrition. The next one was nutrition. So number three is going to be nutrition. Like, are there things that you can tweak and modify for yourself that will make you feel good about the nutrition that you're putting in your body, right? Like the foods, the liquids, all the things that you're doing to fuel yourself. Like, is it good fuel or is it bad fuel? Because when we put bad fuel, then it just creates other ripple effects, right? All those things that I read to you that I shared that this article was talking about, like we're just increasing those risk factors and those effects that stress is already putting on us. So then if we're just, you know, putting in bad food, then we're just gonna have bad results after after we enjoy those things. Like, yeah, sometimes I like my desserts and I love my sweets. So I'm not one to say this is perfection, but think of small steps, you know, is it having one healthy meal a day? Can you incorporate one small thing Um, That doesn't feel too overwhelming because we don't want to stress ourselves out more trying to like do all the things all the time. But if you can focus on just one small thing, then that will be so beneficial to you. So number four is going to be mindfulness, right? Like I talk about our mental diet all the time. Our mental diet is huge and the things that we're putting into it and the things that we're allowing to be exposed ourselves to. So think about the things that Um, you are allowing into your world and what you shouldn't be allowing into your world. So just creating a good mindfulness, maybe routine, and that those are things that can be really helpful. Then number five is our mental health. Kind of ties with our mental diet for sure, Um, but just really recognizing like the impacts of the stress in our life and toxicity in our life is impacting like the way we view ourselves, our confidence, our well-being, all those things. So having good proper things in place. Maybe it's working with a therapist. Maybe it's working with, you know, professional people in that arena that can be really specific about the challenges that you're experiencing. But sometimes there's great resources that you might lean on. Like I'm a book lover, so I'll bust out a book that's going to help me with learning more about what I'm coping with. Then number six is healthy relationships. So I think that's really leaning into building and establishing and maintaining relationships that feel really good for you. Could be friendships, partnerships, you know, all different ways that we want to surround ourselves with people who are supportive, who are good for us, bring good energy, like those are the things we want to keep in mind. And then the ones that I personally want to add is number seven, nature. Getting out in nature can be so powerful. I know that everyone has different preferences and maybe you're not a nature lover, but just getting outside of your typical environment. So maybe that's what I should call this. But essentially it's just getting away from the day-to-day mundane thing, right? Like if you're always home cooped up, because let's say you work remotely and you're always sitting at your desk and you're always in the same place or always on the same spot on the couch or always in the same, you know, whatever, whatever that spot is for you, same cafe, same park, same whatever, What about changing it up, you know, and trying something different, something a little bit new? 
But I think that just something about the element of nature, you know, being outside, fresh air, the sun, maybe a little bit of clouds, maybe a little bit of rain, but getting outside of your typical environment just can feel really good and just refresh you. Then number eight is really starting to look into what it looks like to have a healthy workplace and a career, right? Like you may not be able to jump ship from one day to the next. I get that. I'm not here advocating that that's what everyone needs to do and that's the solution to every problem. But I don't think that we should stay in careers just for a paycheck while we're miserable and just essentially sabotaging ourselves. So I truly believe that we need to get better at defining what a healthy workplace and career looks like for us and starting to work towards that end goal. And then number nine is really to start incorporating some more fun in your life and activities that you really enjoy because sometimes we just fall into same mundane routines or you know, we, we always drive the same way. We always go to the same places. We do the, the same things over and over. And I just think that there's something so beneficial and amazing about incorporating fun, laughter, humor, excitement, like just enjoying our lives because that is what we are supposed to do is enjoy ourselves and not feel frustrated and exhausted and stressed out all the time. Like we need to enjoy ourselves. So I really want to advocate for you to start doing that and incorporating that in your life. So where can you start, right? Maybe you're thinking like, oh my God, you just listed off a whole bunch of things, Susie. Like now what do I do? I don't want you to go get overwhelmed. Okay. I, I'm just like you. And I understand that you want to do all the things all at once. Like that's where my brain goes, but let's be honest here. That's a lot of things that I just shared with you. So let's start with thinking about one step at a time. I want you to think about these questions and maybe it'll help you explore like where you can start. So I really hope you have that notebook out because here we go. I want you to start with these questions that maybe will help you figure this out. Number one is what would really feel good for me to do right now? What feels easy for you? Okay, I'm going to repeat that one more time. What would feel really good for me to do right now and what feels easy? Number two is what brings, what things bring me the most joy that I can easily incorporate into my life and or profession? So what things bring me the most joy that I can easily incorporate into my life and or profession? And number three, what one small thing can I change that will excite me? Yes, I want you to be excited again. So what one small thing can I change that will excite me? So I'm going to give you a couple examples of this one just for fun. Because that's what excites me is I love to give you ideas for you to ponder and consider. So let's go down the personal path. Let's say on the personal side, you're like, ooh, a new routine sounds fun, right? Like maybe it's a skin routine. Maybe it's pampering yourself on Sundays. Maybe it's a workout routine. Whatever you can come up with. Maybe it's one healthy meal. You know, like making one new healthy meal at home. Having one great conversation. Stepping outside for fresh air once a day reading a new book, 
coloring. Oh my gosh, how many of us forgot to color and coloring can be so stress relieving. Um, and doing a puzzle, like there are so many ideas, but these are just the few that I came up with. And then on the professional side, maybe you can connect with a new group, like a networking group or women business owners or female executives. Then maybe you can find an event that's absolutely not related to your career. Because if you want to pivot, it's time to explore what your options are. So make it unrelated. What about if you take your lunch break in a completely different location? Maybe you're always eating in the office at your cubicle. Hello, I live that life. I know what you're doing. Stop doing that. Get outside. Like seriously, I used to get in my car and drive to a different parking lot that had a pretty view. And that's how I used to eat my lunch. I would warm it up in the office before I left and drive away. Sometimes I'd listen to a podcast. Sometimes I would read a book. Sometimes I just listened to music and watched outside. Find new scenery. And then what about, about, oh, blah, 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 blah. I'm all tongue tied. Can you tell? What about a book that will help you grow professionally, right? Like if you're exploring some new career options or thinking about starting a business, like you can get a different kind of a book. And again, so many ideas, but these are just a few to start. Essentially, the goal for today is just that I want to bring you awareness. And I want you to know that your continued exposure to that toxicity is just having a huge impact on you. And I want you to realize what's happening and that you can actually start to make changes in these small ways. As you build up your awareness and confidence, you're going to start to believe me and believe that you can also do what it is you need to do when it comes to your career. Like you're going to be able to feel confident about decisions and what your next steps look like once you start to build yourself up. And my job, honestly, is simply to inspire you. I just want to show you what's possible and I want to invite you to start doing the work that actually lights you up, that you find fulfillment in, you feel appreciated in, and you feel excited about doing. And I'm really excited to let you know that I recently decided to do a little switching of things myself around here and thought about a new way that we can work together. So I decided I'm going to begin offering 90 minute warrior power coaching sessions. And this is for those of you who really want to get to the nitty gritty. This is for the woman who just feels absolutely unfulfilled in her career and wants to explore what her options are. Maybe you feel stuck in a toxic job like we're talking about here or that workplace that is just dreadful and you want to figure out how you can escape. And maybe you've been wondering, well, what are your options beyond your nine to five? What you get during our time together is a 90 minute video call and I record it, I send it to you so you have it forever. And then we take a nice deep dive into some strategy and a conversation about one major challenge that you are facing and we come up with solutions. Like I sit there and troubleshoot with you, I pick your brain, I ask you a bunch of questions, you get to ask me a bunch of questions and I give you strategy and information to help you process and recognize how you can actually start to make progress and take steps to move forward. 
Then I tie that all up with a detailed summary that you get after our call that's going to outline your goals, your priorities, and what action step action steps through your homework that I give you, you can start to begin implementing. Because to me, if there's no action behind it, you're not going to make any progress. My goal is to help you actually move forward. And at the end of it all, you're going to walk away with peace of mind knowing that you are making progress and not staying stuck anymore. Because we don't come here to stay stuck, right friends? Like we are here to do the things. So if you're ready to start making your own headway and eliminating the toxicity out of your own life, it's time for us to hop on a call. There's going to be a link in today's show notes down below. So go ahead and snag your spot because there aren't going to be too many of these available. Um, And I hope that after tuning in, you really recognize how worthy and valuable you are. You do not have to stay stuck and miserable or feeling like you just don't have any other options. You are capable of incredible things, warrior, and I want to be a part of your journey. So I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you on the next episode. Was there a golden nugget or two that made you instantly think of a friend or loved one who could use some inspiration? If you've ever had someone text you something that made them think of you, it puts the biggest smile on your face, doesn't it? If you can share this episode with one person, imagine the ripple effect we can have together. Let's collectively bring all the warriors in our lives to create a reinvention revolution. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review over on iTunes. It only takes you about 60 seconds to let me know what you think and what you want to hear more of. I'm pouring my heart into bringing you this content and your review goes a long way. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you on the next one.